This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. If that makes sense to you, then you and I are about to have a problem because I'm your instructor here and I love to weed out airheads and marshmallows. Welcome to I Used to Watch This, the podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Hello and welcome to I Used to Watch This. I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. <laughs> All right, Mike was kind of half asleep there for a second. <laughs> I was? Is, I is there a delay? Maybe it was just a... I think Maybe it's an internet delay. delay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll blame it on that. We'll take All it right. out in post. All right. <laughs> we're back with another episode. Uh, we don't really have any special notes, so we're gonna you know, we're gonna jump right into this one. This one's got a I don't know, a lot of meat on its bones to talk about anyway, so yeah. we should probably yeah. go just jump right in. Right. So what right. did uh, what did we watch, Mike? So we watched T J Hooker. With uh, the legendary William Shatner, and yes. did you did you watch this as a kid or in you know in the eighties? You know, I think I saw episodes. You know, Heather Locklear was in there later, so I think right. as a teenage boy, a lot of us checked out the show just to see. <laughs> I don't think I, I mean I've I've like you said I've seen it I've seen pieces of it I knew it existed. I never sat and watched a full episode from start to finish. You know, because this is what, no, 80, yeah. 82 to 86. Yeah, 80, 82 to 86, yes. 82 to 85 for through ABC, then they get canceled, and CBS picked it up for a year. So Okay, all right. Um, yeah, I was just so if roaming around the neighborhood. 91 episodes, so. though, pretty good, a pretty good run. Yeah, it's you got know? a good run. Definitely got a good run. Um, yeah, I mean, I think a lot, you know, it, it seems like it didn't ever do um, great in the ratings, but, you know, you had the William Shatner draw. Right. Um, the Heather yeah. Locklear draw, the Adrian's some, Med. <laughs> yeah, right. Draw. You're going to get uh, a lot of a lot of people tuning in just for the. Adrian's Med is the uh, punch of this episode yeah. of the show. I would say, right? He's he, just he, he's the hunk. Drawn in the young, right? Drawn yeah. in the young women to look at the, his hunkiness, right? And they do a um, good job of exploiting that. So, at least in this first episode. <laughs> That they do. Yes. Um, yeah. So, yeah, William Shatner, Agents Med, Heather Locklear, uh, you know, uh, no one else that jumped really out in this first episode. No. That I thought, right? No, no, no one. Um, it was, but um, anyway, so let's, let's jump right in. First thing I want to mention, and Mike, I already played a little sample for you, is... What the first? Well, the, the, like the first scene is like a uh, bunch of recruits, like uh, police recruits, jogging, you know, in police academy, which I'm pretty sure is the same place that they film police academy, because <laughs> the sign above the police academy looked just like the police academy sign. Yeah, in the police academy. I was so. thinking, that I got the same feel, I got the same vibe, <laughs> and yeah, I don't know if we mentioned this is the pilot episode, so this is the first. Yeah, yeah, the pilot episode. Uh, the, the first protectors, we see. I believe it's called. Yes, the protectors. Yeah. But anyway, and it jumps right into the theme, and this theme is just got 80s cop show written all over it. I just want to play a little quick sample. Yeah. Got the horns, a little power, power music. Starring William Shatner. That's right. That's enough of that. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. Right. Um, so yeah, so th- that's how we start. We you know basically jump right into it. Um, Mike, oh yeah, Mike uh, did say he doesn't have notes because he was watching this on the treadmill because he was so pumped by William Shatner's uh, opening mon- monologue that uh, he decided he had to jump on the treadmill and just start running down the thread. I mean, like, I gotta be fit. I gotta keep up with these recruits. <laughs> But yeah, I, so it was it was a drill sergeant kind of theme to that opening there. I mean, William, yes. William Shatton was like 
you know, he had, he was preaching. And yeah, he, I actually have the whole, I have a clip of it. Um, I want to hear. I wasn't sure if I want to play it because, <laughs> but I do want to play it. Plays anger. The problem like is, I, so here's the deal. This is William Shatner speaking. So we all know how William Shatner speaks. Sturdy. A lot of halting. Hey. There's a lot of halting, pausing. Yeah. I edited out a lot of it. Oh, wow. I tried to. And it's still like 50 seconds long. <laughs> wow. I couldn't, I couldn't take out it. But you got to hear us because this just kind of sets the whole tone for the show. So take a listen. T.J. Hooker is the name. But you don't have to lose any sleep wondering what the T.J. stands for. As far as you're concerned, my first name is Sergeant. I don't know what your individual reasons are for joining the police commission's new recruitment program. But I have one reason for being here. There's a war going on out there on our streets. <laughs> Damn it, man. People are scared, and they have a right to be. The body count is high. Homicide, assault, forcible rape, burglary, armed robbery, all up. Street savvy hoods have no fear. Not of the courts, not of prison. When the bus does stick, we house them, give them color TV and their wives on weekends. If that makes sense to you, then you and I are about to have a problem because I'm your instructor here, and I love to weed out airheads and marshmallows. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure how he gets the airheads and marshmallows about that part. That's some um, tough talk, though. Airheads yeah. and marshmallows. Yeah. So what I did notice in this episode, and it made me think of our Hardcastle McCormick episode, um, because Hardcastle, he's the by the book judge. If there's any kind of little thing, you know, these guys are going to get let go and he's going to get pissed about it, that they're going to get let go because of a technicality. And you got almost the same thing that's happening with Chetner, or I mean, with Hooker at this point, because he's talking about technicalities at one point. These guys get out and walk the streets because of right, whatever. Right. And so it's a lot of the same stuff, but from a different viewpoint versus Judge being the cop. But I thought it was kind of interesting. So, uh- but yeah, so, and this sets the whole tone because Hooker is this amped up pretty much the entire episode he is just he's a dark and, and angry cap criminals yeah um right and, and and as we see throughout the episode we get little bits and pieces of why he is that way um and you know obviously this was what 82 yeah and i you know this is supposed to be in a fictional town of lake city which is basically la <laughs> oh really <laughs> so, i didn't catch the fiction yeah i think they were it felt very la to me so yeah yeah oh no it definitely was la but i my guess is they probably didn't want to say la because they bitch about how bad the streets are and everything and yeah la is gonna be so, like well you're not gonna film here if you're gonna say we're a shithole right, right? so one thing so. about um that that opening scene so when he dismisses the recruits like after he, you know, he lets out that speech and he's like in everybody's face and, you know, then they walk away. I thought for sure he was going to give like a smile. Like I was just being a hard ass, you know, I was not really, <laughs> but he didn't. He like kept. Just kidding. We're Spock and Bones. <laughs> yeah. Right. He just kept a straight face. I'm like, oh, he he's serious. So. Yeah. No. Yeah, and I, was... I didn't, I didn't know that was who he is like in this Yeah. Show. Yeah, no, he he's pretty intense. At least in the I don't you know as the series goes on, I don't know if it stays this dark the whole yeah, time. Yeah, maybe he lightens um, up. Uh, I I I would think probably a little bit because this isn't this isn't Starskin Hutch, right? Starskin Hutch is like the mean streets of wherever that was supposed to be. Right, right. Because these guys are undercover guys, and they're in the street, you know, homicide detectives with, or something. I don't know what they are. Yeah, but. And you know this is they're you know this is trying to be closer to a family show. Yeah, so. these are beat cops, right? And they're yeah, yeah, yeah. Or exactly. And these guys, all these, all these cops that are coming in, we find out there it is kind of like police academy almost too. This is a special program where they're bringing people in to try to beef up the police force. So it's again right. a lot. What year is police academy? Did they just copy T.J. Hooker? <laughs> <laughs> Let's take T.J. Hooker and make it funny. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, man. Anyway, um, where, where do we go? Okay, so anyway, that's that. Oh, yeah. And then we immediately... 80, 84, Police Academy. Thank you. So, yeah, they copied. Anyway, just kidding. Um, 
we immediately get into the locker room where I don't know if it's the next day or if it's the same day, what day, but all the recruits are changing into their um, their police-issued sweats. Right. And, of course, we got to see Adrian Zemed, and he's got, like, Speedo underwear with his name monogrammed yeah. on it or it's whatever. Like, yeah, it's like dental floss with a, <laughs> yeah. with a monogram. And and he's, yeah. I mean, you know, I'll give the guy credit. He's ripped. You know, he's just, like, he's... Well, well <laughs> oh, defined. Yeah, I know. So when they get they, some guy calls him out and he's like, "Hey, look at you know what? I don't know what his name is in the show." And Romano. They're like, they're like, "Woo!" I thought they were talking about how fit he was, but it was really they were talking about his little panties he was his wearing. silk so, underwear yeah. <laughs> that he was wearing. Yeah, yeah, and then um, yeah, not much we see. We you know Adrian or I mean Romano talks to one guy. His name's Canfield, I think. You know, he sees a picture of his wife. He's like, "Oh, your wife's hot, basically. And yeah. I looked at that. I'm like, there's no way that's a guy's wife. But it turns out it is. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. She's played by uh, former Miss America. So that explains that. Yeah, it's um, and Adrian Zamed is uh, from Chicago, born in Chicago. Interesting. Oh, is he? Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Just like to call that out. Yeah. Yeah, um, but uh, but immediately we cut to all right after derailing like, that. Now. You know, he says something about his wife, huh? What's oh it? yeah, and he got pissed, didn't he? Well, Did- a little bit. He's like, oh my, you know, don't talk about my wife. My wife's great. And then we cut to his wife meeting some guy <laughs> dinner right without She's, him. It's like I'm cheating like, oh, on boy. him or so something. It was it was weird. It, it wasn't really ever explicit, but. No, and heavily like, I didn't implied. know it. Yeah, and I didn't know at first if she worked for the guy. I mean, it, it, he's the DA, but I didn't know if she worked for him. If then I thought, wait, is he his, her dad? Because <laughs> it was yeah. just because he, he was kind of ripping she, on her husband. She did work for him, right? I think I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. But you know, she. Um, she was out with but him. But, yeah, anyway. he was, like, ripping on him, the, her husband or whatever, because he's, uh, oh, like, on his yeah, fifth yeah. career. And she, and, I think uh, she was a, a stenographer or something because he mentioned that. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Because her husband, with uh, Canfield, was going to be a pro football player, but he tore up his knee the last year of college. So, you know. But, anyway, this is why he's, you know, on his fifth job or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, and something about you know he's like you you know you have to sit there and wonder if some acid freak's gonna waste them. I'm like jeez. Yeah. Um. Anyway, but oh, and what you'll see here, this show jumps around a lot, especially in the beginning. It's like cut to this, cut to this, cut to this, and like no scene really gets set. But right, because uh, we immediately go back to basic training for these guys. Yeah. Um, and. <laughs> This is where he's uh, teaching them how to jump over a wall with a gun and come over the wall ready to shoot. Yeah. Mind you, he says, don't worry about where you're aiming. Just shoot at them. That's most important. Point it at them. Yeah. And uh, he, he goes, and, you know, 90 or whatever. He said a high percentage of these guys are going to be right-handed and don't know how to shoot. So <laughs> take a step what do you say? Take a step to your left because they'll shoot over your right shoulder or the other way. Yeah. So you shoot over your left shoulder. And then Adrian's meds like, or Romano, he's like, what if they're a good shot and they're left? He's like, well, <laughs> then you're dead, basically. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. And, um, and But anyway. Oh, and I'm then surprised he, why they were climbing the wall that like the gun didn't go off. I mean, maybe they didn't have bullets in them, but I was thinking someone's going to accidentally fire that thing climbing the wall. but. <laughs> Yeah, I got a, actually I got a clip of him like yelling at him to jump over the wall. So here we. When you pull your weapons, it's not the movies. You're not pulling it to wing someone. When you pull it, you're shooting to kill. Point shooting is the kind of firing you're likely to get into. It's very close. It's your him. No aim. Speed counts more than accuracy. What? The gun is simply shoved in the direction <laughs> of the target and fired. You draw quickly. Crouch. Point. Squeeze. Course, he talks about drawing quickly and he's like drawing it out as yeah, a point draw squat squeeze <laughs> yeah i don't know if like that's how they dead. teach it at the police academy but worked worked for the yeah program. i don't know i don't know 
And then they um, basically start running on a track. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Just keep jumping around. Because now we jump to... Now this is where we jump jump to some guy like loading a gun magazine on his uh, dining room table. Remember this? Completely random. Yeah. At this point. Yeah. Com- <laughs> completely random. Like his wife's behind him with a baby. The baby's crying. He's like, shut that kid up. Like, <laughs> right. And he looks like he's about 55 and his the, his wife is like 28 with a baby. Right. right. I don't know. If that. And he's like, he's like fresh out of jail. Like who made this pair? You know, who matched them yeah. up? Yeah, and he's he's fresh out of jail, and uh, he's, I don't know, getting ready to commit more crimes. I don't know, some bad guy comes up and picks him up, and then we're done with that scene. So I think we have too many too many things going on at one time at yeah. the beginning, at least. Yeah, and right here, it's like, I have no idea where this is going, but... No, right, exactly. Um, So, yeah, so now we go back to basic training again. <laughs> yeah, to, I mean, there's and, a lot of training, you know, these guys, that's what they're yeah, here for. Yeah, no. Exactly, but I, I like I, I just can't tell if it's the same day or a different day. <laughs> no, of training, you I know. know what I mean? I assume it's like you know part into the week or however long they were supposed to be there. You know? Yeah, because that's the only thing with this is like there's just you're really confused at how much time is passing. Yeah, it's it could all of the whole episode um, could have took place in in like 24 hours. You know, technically. Yeah, it could have. Yeah, or and but seven days, or maybe or, 48. Yeah. Yeah, or, or two weeks. Yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, Romano's talking to that Canfield guy again, and they're talking about something. I'm like, I, this is where I wrote. I wrote. I think he's gonna die. He seemed like they were <laughs> setting him up for be, being shot. Well, is he? And was he? Mean, was he country? Is that the guy? No, he oh, was okay. the other guy. Yeah, because there's always a wholesome. <laughs> um, there's always a wholesome cowboy, and uh, right, you know, it's the guy from the south. So when they're all like bonding, getting to know each other. You know, you've got the stud, you've got the country boy, you've got the woman, you know, you've got the, I don't know what else. you got a lot of people. But. <laughs> yeah, you got the wide-eyed, you know. He's like, I've never been in the city before. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Exactly. Um, but anyway, but they even make fun of it because he's actually went to college. They're like, what, you don't think, uh, good, uh, no, he didn't say good old boys, but you don't think Southerners go to college? Um, but anyway, in the meantime, uh, Romano is just stops and is staring at some girl's ass as she's doing like uh like stretching exercises or whatever i don't even know he just like literally stops in the middle of the uh, whole thing and just stares at her yeah and she's you know admittedly pissed and you know she walks away after they say a few he says a few stupid things and she dismisses them <laughs> And this is totally 80s stuff where, like, the one guy's like, dude, she's crazy about you. He's like, yeah, I know. I'm like, really? You got that from that? Because I didn't <laughs> right. get that from that at all. Because yeah, it seems like she hates you. But right. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but anyway, so uh, what, what happens then? Oh, yeah, because that's when Hooker walks up. He's like, this isn't a high school social. And he basically yeah. makes him go run, like, three laps, you know, full and speed. And did you notice, like – all right, yeah, extra laps for you guys. So they take off in full sprint. I'm like, <laughs> right. they're exactly. they're never gonna make it. I mean, they were like <laughs> as fast as they could well, go on the track. I don't know. They look in pretty good shape. That's I think true. Could have done it. I was just thinking about myself. Maybe if it was me, I would I would have yeah. took a nice slow start. Got to stretch it out a little bit. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So then we cut back. To the two hoodlums, they're uh, about to rob two people coming out of a restaurant because they look fancy. And they get they, pissed because they rob these guys and all they have is $17. Well, I so get it. So they proceeded it. to shoot them. Yeah. You see a couple fancy people, you expect more than $17. Right. And the best You know way what? They'd be to... really disappointed in this day and age because <laughs> nobody carries money with them at all. <laughs> and the guy's like, all I've got is credit cards. He's like, I don't want your credit cards. <laughs> like really, because you could probably use them exactly. back then that, easier than you could today. But um, oh, but, but yeah, that's instead, true. yeah, instead, draw draw attention to yourself and kill them for the seventeen dollars with two shots from the loudest gun ever. Right. I'm surprised no one heard it. But then again, this is the mean streets of Lake City, so no one cares. Right, right. They should have been, you know, maybe more cro- park closer to the restaurant, less of a walk. I don't know. It didn't look like it did. Yeah, they were parked far away from that restaurant, but it looked like there was no parking there. So, 
Although that whole street in front of it was completely empty. <laughs> could have given the car. I mean, there were options there. They could have worked with them. Like a valet get their car for them? Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, they All ended right. up dead. And, I mean, yeah. and he shot the old lady, too. That's pretty... I mean, you're yeah, kind of desensitized to shooting you know, a guy shooting another guy, another unarmed man. You know, it's we've seen that a thousand times on television, right? But when you shoot, like... A, a woman yeah. or an old lady or like a child that's just like you can't do that not even yeah. you know and of course we say old lady but she was probably like 48 yes <laughs> yeah yeah exactly younger than um, us but yeah so then we go back and we're in some classroom situation i don't know tj hooker's going off about some guy who got out of off on a technicality then blew somebody away and I don't know. It was just because, oh, yeah, because the cop was suspicious of the guy. So he stopped him and frisked him. He asked him if he could frisk him. He found a gun. Then he got let off because he basically, I don't know, he had no judge. He's like, the judge thought it was against his constitutional or whatever. Right. Because, you know, the whole pesky thing about illegal illegal search and seizure. Right. (laughs) You know, we like the Constitution, but only certain parts of it, you know. But, um, anyway. but yeah, then the guy goes off and kills somebody two weeks later or whatever. Right, exactly. It's, you know, it's a, it's a hard thing. That's why I wouldn't, could never be a cop. And uh, Shatner um, takes it personally, or Hooker. He's, he's like, you know. Yeah, was it him? Maybe is that why? I don't know. We find out a lot of stuff later that turns out to be him. Yeah, he's, he's disturbed. Uh, yeah. He's very scarred, so he's got, right. you know. He loves his job. And that's, oh, yeah, he definitely does. And that's where we end up later at the bar with all the recruits, right. which I'm like surprised he's there with them after giving them the hard-ass lecture. They're just all hanging out drinking booze. And this is probably and the first time we see Hooker not fully uniformed because, like, no. they're out in the blazing sun doing the exercises and stuff, and he's, like, full uniform. And, you know, I was thinking, wouldn't you dress like the recruits or whatever, sweats? You got to be able to move around. Nope. No, fully, he's professional. Yeah, yeah so. no, you you got to be in uniform all times when yeah. you're the leader. Um, so at the bar, you know, things get dark, of course, because he talks about a new guy that was killed on the job like two weeks in. Yeah. Like, uh, know your audience, dude. Um, <laughs> right. These are all new recruits. And then, and then he goes to Romano and he's like, you Catholic? He's like, uh, yeah. And he basically goes off on an old man tangent, which you hear a lot of times, like, I want to hear Latin in church again. I want gas station to have attendance. You know, we get scum. I want scum getting the death penalty. You know, he basically wants things to be like the old days. Right. Um, Which, yes, I understand. I get it. You know, but maybe just focus on the crime aspect of it. Then who cares if you don't hear Latin in church? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or gas station attendance or whatever. Um, but he just basically wants to, you know, it's almost sounds like, and I know he's bitter and, you know, bitter guy because of what happened, but it just sounds like he just wants to blow everybody away and not have to worry about being checked out afterwards. Even, you know, like the dirty hair. He wants to be like dirty hair. Yeah. Yeah. Totally dirty hair. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, uh, meanwhile, and then while this is all going on, the bad guys are back. They're at a um, liquor store just hanging out in the parking lot after the guy bought something. I don't know. And he talks about getting headaches. I don't know what <laughs> he said about that. He was taking aspirin. I think that Yeah. I think the guy just shooting the old people stressed him out a little bit. Maybe. He's <laughs> like, oh man, what did I get myself into? And the other guy is reading a newspaper about their crime, complaining that they didn't get it right. Right. Um and uh and then and I think we, they, they decide to hit, like, hey, let's go hit this other place right now or something, right? N- well, they don't. They talk about, they say they're going to come back for the liquor store because they okay, say right, it's right, a, right. You know, a good thing to hit, so we'll come back later. Um, and back at the bar, Hooker is talking to one of the wives and scares the shit out of her. And, um, oh, it's McNeil's wife, um, the black couple. And she's like, um, he scares me a little bit because he reminds me of the cops in the 60s that were just busting people's heads. <laughs> right, know? right. So understandable why she might be a little upset. Right. 
But her husband and, is like, um, no, I believe him. You know, he, he's a good cop. He believes in whatever. He supports yeah. him. So. And this, right. And then <laughs> we get to the best part, I think, of this whole episode. So Romano goes over to the pool table, and um, I forgot her name. I have her name written down somewhere, but it's further down. I think, was it Kelly Kelly or Susan? What was the blonde girl's name? I don't know. I don't know. Karen? I, yeah. Kelly? I don't know. Something like that, yeah. So he goes back and starts hitting on her, and she doesn't want anything to do with him. He's like, come on, you're destroying my image. And she's like, whatever. And he's like, hold on, back up. I'll start Because he's asking her to dance, and she's just blowing him off. And he's like, hold on. Back up. Let's start all over again. And then all of a sudden she smiles and she's like, okay, one dance. I'm like, that's all it took? Really? Good strategy. Then, But then they go over and they start dancing in front of this juke bo- jukebox. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I've got, I tell you people, this is the best, the best dancing I've ever seen on TV. If This puts... Uh, the airplane dance scene um, with oh rubber dance. Oh my gosh, this is ridiculous. Yeah, it, it's it, it's it's incredible. Uh, yeah, well, we should have if you haven't already, we'll have to post a clip of that piece or something. Oh, I like, have a clip saved. I okay. have not posted it yet. Yeah, because <laughs> I mean, if you saw that anywhere, you'd be like, "What the hell?" I don't know. I mean, and it's one thing to be at a dance club, but this this is like some. It's cop bar, yeah. That, which I, I, which I think at one point they actually show the outside, and I swear it says police bar, <laughs> like on the outside of it. It's just labeled, right? Yeah, and there's like nobody, nobody dancing, and it's just, it's just kind of odd. That's that's right. The thing but, and I he's think is weird he's, about it. He's moving feverishly, and he does some spins. He's got he a leather Saturday Night Fever. He's got a leather jacket on. Members only coat. Yeah, I, th- I think he does a uh, does a splits at one point, and there's like they're like taking. Oh up. yeah, he does totally. Do I mean, splits. the dance floor is like six feet by six feet, and, and, <laughs> and like, and he is all over it. Like he covers the whole thing. So yeah, no, he uh, he uh, definitely uh, worked that up. Yeah, so yeah, you got to practice. De- I'll, I'll definitely be posting a video of that. Yeah. Because that is incredible. It was pretty good. Um, anyway, so where did we go? Uh, after that, I don't know what happened. Oh, this is, yeah. Um, what's going on? Oh, the dance. Okay, yeah. So, uh, oh, yeah, the Canfield guy calls his wife. And he's like, hey, I got another loan. We could pay off some guys. And I'm like, you can see her in bed. And she's she does not have like a nightgown on. She has nothing on. She's in the. I'm like, is she naked in the bed by herself. I'm like, yeah. Is the guy there? It was it, really weird. Yeah. So it was. It did seem she was naked, um, but it, it appeared that she was alone. No. Right. Was she just? Did he leave? I don't know. Was he ever there? Unclear. I don't know. But yeah. again, I think you're. It's you know we're speculating. We don't really know. Yeah. Right. And I don't think we're supposed to know. We're supposed right. to figure it out. I don't know. But anyway, and uh, in the meantime, Hooker goes, which is presumably, we don't know, his home. And there's a car in the parking lot. I mean, the driveway, sorry. And uh, someone ran over a sprinkler, and it's the guy. You know, it says Harvey Six on his license plate. He's like, whatever. And it turns out it's his ex-wife. And he's basically coming to watch the kids while she goes out on a date right. with somebody else. And his wife, you know, his wife is his wife is the lady from Airplane, who's uh, I think she's the one who keeps saying, "That's funny. He never throws up at home, or whatever, <laughs> or he never has a second cup of coffee at home." Uh, I don't That's know. her. Yeah, yeah. I've seen Airplane many, many, many times. So really? trust me, it's her. I'll take your word um, for it. Yeah, no. And but it turns, yeah. And then uh, oh, and you know who one of his kids is? No. He's only you know got one, Nicole, right? How many does he have? Two kids, a girl and a boy. Okay. You know uh, Nicole Eggert from Baywatch? Uh, no. Oh, <laughs> yeah. She's one I of the kids. She, I, she, no, I didn't, I didn't watch Baywatch either, <laughs> but uh, I recognized the name right away. Anyway, I didn't recognize she, her because she's like eight. <laughs> yeah, was she is she like was she one I of looked, the models in the like the Baywatch babes or what? I don't know. Uh, no, and she's just one of the Baywatch people. But anyway, oh. 
So she was at. But anyway, so he's there and uh, she's mad at him for one, smelling like booze when he's coming to watch. Well, actually, no, I shouldn't say that. She's not mad that he smells like booze when he's coming to watch the kids. She's mad he smells like booze because he's late. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like, you, you get Again, here on time and smell like booze, no problem. But Right. And, and we even find out later she's got a bottle of scotch waiting for him in a bag <laughs> anyway. So she doesn't care. No. Um, but again, different time, early 80s. Um, it was more acceptable. <laughs> but yeah, so she's complaining because he's late with his alimony and he's like, I have a cash flow problem. And then they have a little talk about the kitchen uh, wallpaper and how he misses the old wallpaper. Uh, it's a little clip here. I like the old wallpaper. You don't live here anymore. You know, I think about that a lot. Do you? First of every month when the mortgage is due. <laughs> that was a total uh, Admiral Kirk from The Voyage Home type thing. <laughs> you ever watch that one, The Voyage Home? You know what I'm talking about? The whales? No, I don't know. <laughs> it was a little more lighthearted and right around this time. And, uh, you know, it's a little more jokey. That's kind of what it seemed like. Yeah. He uh, But uh, also in this scene, we learn a little bit about it. He had some – there was, like, some shooting or something at, at work, and yeah. he kind of got his pay cut or just – I don't know. It's really something weird, yeah. Like, he – it sounds like he shot somebody. They're investigating it, so he's not getting paid, which doesn't make sense. Right. But it sounds like he also got shot before that, and yeah, he could have went on a disability, but he didn't want to. Right. And also, isn't he a little old to have kids that young? Yeah, I mean, how old was he there? Like 45, something like that? No, he's like early 50s in this. Really? Okay. Yeah. I mean, not that that's too old to have. He looked good. He looked good for early 50s. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. No, he did. (laughs) All right. Um, Yeah, oh, yeah. She's like, (laughs) and then before she leaves, she kind of gets soft on it. Oh, yeah. And turns out he was in Vietnam. We find out more about that later because Adrian Zemed was in Vietnam, too. Like like everyone, like the whole freaking academy. Which I guess makes sense because this was like early 80s. If these guys were like in their early 30s, they could have been in like the tail, you know, especially the tail end of it, you know, as young kids, basically. Um, But (laughs) she's like, you know, she kind of like. Because he was looking for the bourbon, and he's like, did Harvey drink all my bourbon? And then as she's getting ready to leave, she's like, there's bourbon in the bag and cold chicken in the fridge. I'm like, that's a nice combo for watching the kids. Yeah. A little bit of bourbon, a little bit of chicken. Get your night planned out for you. Yeah. And then um, while he's doing that, what, we clip real quick to the bad guys waiting outside another restaurant, and they see two... Nicely dressed men coming out of the restaurant. So they just basically waltz across the street, stop traffic to go get these guys. <laughs> like, yeah, hey, not, not too discreet. Not like you're calling right? a little attention to yourself. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and then, um, oh, yeah, we get to see William Shatner watching the DA on TV, basically clearing him on TV for the shooting right. that had happened. Yeah. And it's the DA is the guy who was with Lacey. It's all tied together. Yeah, yeah. Yet he was still kind of like, he slammed him a little bit. He's like, yeah, you know, he's he's cleared, but, you know, we we'll still want to let you know we're not going to tolerate, I don't know, what you know, misconduct or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. He still kind of ripped on him, right? Yeah. Because, you know, he's a too tough of a cop, I guess. That's right. And um, so, oh, yeah, so then he gets a phone call, and it turns out to be McNeil, one of his recruits, which I guess has his phone number <laughs> at, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. at his ex-wife's house. <laughs> and they're, like, all together, like, in the barracks, and they're like, two more people just got killed. Uh, there's a sniper running around town, and there's some gang violence going on. I was like, we got to get out in the streets now. And they're like, okay. They're like, yeah. So wait, they're just going to end the academy now and they're just going to all be sent out on the street? It was really, I don't know. I was trying to figure out what it's was like going on there. But. The recruit calls the sergeant with an update on violence in the city. <laughs> and 
And then he's right, like, all right, exactly. 7 a.m., suit up. Let's go. Yeah. So and now it is kind of like Police Academy. At the, like, yeah, because in that one, they do get sent just like out into the the thick of it, like right off the bat. But yeah. um, again, I think they copied off of uh, Police Academy. <laughs> <laughs> you think Police Academy copied them, right? Uh, so what happens here? So I don't even know. They get – oh, yeah, this is where they get a call – about some gang violence at a store, and one of the new recruits shows up with uh, the guy, and there's a guy in a nice purple silk coat laying in the doorway. <laughs> yeah, that's his gang coat. Where there was the the uh, what was what were they called? The something stallions. Purple was stallions. It? Yeah. Was that what it was? Yeah. Yeah, purple stallions. Purple stallions. Yeah. So it turns out like the lady basically gunned him down after he. Pulled a gun on them. Yeah, this and, little old uh, Chinese lady shot him. Yeah, and she's got this like um, giant gun. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I grabbed my husband's good. gun. Yeah, yeah. So she and he she was, he was killed. Was his her husband killed at the store? Yeah, they they were robbed five times in the past two years, and right one one of those times the husband got just killed and. Uh, so it was uh, like this old lady and, and the daughter there. Uh, yeah. But she's like, we called you 45 minutes ago. So there's been a dead body laying on the sidewalk out in front of this place <laughs> for 45 minutes. 45 minutes. Yeah. Like, uh, and he, like, there, admits they, that he's uh, – Well, he touches ahead. his – you know, he does the pulse check when they get there. And he's like, we can cancel the ambulance on this one. <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, yeah, if it was 45 minutes, there's a problem. But Well, you know. He could have been laying on his wound, and it was helping to keep the blood in. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah. So he met the the recru- uh, rookie guy mentions that he's like a lawyer, wanted to be a lawyer. Like we need more cops than lawyers, you know. And she says something about it being a losing battle, and he, you know, as he walks out, he stops. He's like, you know, it's not a losing battle. He's like, if it if I thought that, I wouldn't be here. And so I thought that was a nice little way to leave it. Yeah. And then we get to check in on TJ Hooker, and he's got two kids in his car, Adrian's Med, Romano, and not Canfield. Who does he have in his car? Uh, yeah. Or was it Canfield? Or was it uh, Country? I don't know. It was one of no, those two. Well, no. Yeah, no, it, wasn't, it wasn't Country. It was Yeah, it was one guy. of the two blonde guys. Probably yeah. Canfield. So they see a Mercedes blow a light, so they go chasing him down, and it's... <laughs> Oh, uh, uh, shoot, I forgot to look up what this guy's name is. He's one of those guys that's, like, in everything back in the 70s. Oh, yeah. And stuff. He's got that voice. Yeah. Recognizable He's like, voice. I gave it the office. <laughs> yeah. And they're, like, a little hard on the guy, I thought, but, you know. Yeah. Well, it could, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're right. They, it's, I think they were a little harder than they really needed to be um, for going through a red light, you know, but... Uh, do we look you know, like we're kidding, sir? Out there? You know, he's like, yeah, they're all like, exactly. like, come on, lighten up, dude. <laughs> TJ Hooker's, like, he's like standing in the background, which, you know, by the way, we still don't know his name because we don't need to know his name. No, Sarge. Um, his name is just Sarge. Uh, but yes, but they, uh, do they end up even getting him or anything or do they give him like a... Um, no, they get distracted because uh, they hear... Like a warning because they get another call, right? Yeah, or some girl comes running up, I think, right? Or no, is that that was a different... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She comes running up to him. She's like, he's got a gun. Yeah, There's right. like some guy on the roof with a freaking sniper rifle up there. Yeah, I so they... forgot about ru- that. So they run across the street, like in plain view to the building and... Like, lean up against yeah. the wall for protection. Right. And mind you, so, oh, yeah. So one of the things before they, the lady runs over, he tells Romano, phone it in, call it in. You know, the the guy being pulled over. And he never gets to that point. But then they see a sniper up there. He never tells him to phone that in and call for backup. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, we don't need no backup. Yeah, we don't need backup for that. You know, it's right. just, you know whatever it's just it's just so a they, guy with a rifle yeah and so they make their way over there and they're climbing up tj hooker tells them like romano you you take the fire escape and then you know other guy you cover him i'm like i would need more explicit directions because i'm like what does that even mean cover him 
Do I stand on the ground and do I shoot? Like, <laughs> I was not clear on the direction to go there, but this guy no. just went with him. <laughs> you know, I guess that's how you cover him. You just go with him. Yeah. So they, they yeah. both climbed out the fire escape. And then when the guy. And the guy. The guy's just like firing down on him. Right. I don't know how they didn't get hit. But. I know. They like lean against the wall for a minute and then they're like, all right, let's do it. And then they. Oh, yeah. And then this is where uh, Romano has a Vietnam flashback. Oh, right. So we find out he was in Vietnam. Yeah. Because as we've talked about before, anybody who's been in Vietnam in a TV show, we have to see a flashback of it. Right. We can't just know that he was in Vietnam. <laughs> right. Um, now, again, and I don't mean that as a knock against PTSD and all that stuff. I know that shit's real. I totally, I don't mean that at all. I'm just talking about it gets overplayed in TV shows. Right, right. That's all. So, yeah, so he freezes for a little bit, but then snaps out of it. And then, so here's the funny part. So I started watching this on one form of media, I'll say. And then I, I was having issues, so I switched, and I found it on YouTube. So I watched. I went back. I'm like, oh, it's the same thing, part one. So I watch it, and on YouTube, this is where my part one ended, right when they were there. Now, the next thing I know, not, not to be a spoiler or anything, but they've arrested the guy when I start part two. They've arrested <laughs> the guy. So I don't know what happened in between. I mean, you'll have to fill me in here. Okay, so basically what happened is that guy kept shooting at him, and Hooker comes from behind, which I thought he was going up the same building, but at one point he comes out on the roof and he sees him and he literally, he runs and leaps across to another building, which was pretty cool. And then he just comes out from around like a door that did lead to the, the roof that he probably could have went to the first time. <laughs> and <laughs> and it says, you know, you know, freeze or I'll blast you off this roof or whatever and they get him down and then Romano did you see that part where Romano starts freaking out on the guy and like looked like he was gonna beat the hell out of him and no. like TJ Hooker had to pull him off he's like hey calm down because he was still kind of so I missed a good chunk the whole thing yeah that, that was it really you didn't miss much all right and so then, okay, so what happens after that? Uh, da, 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 we get out of that stuff. Um, oh, yeah, then meanwhile, we're at a place called the Burger Joint, I think, and the two guy, the two bad dudes are in there, and the guy comes back with chicken. I'm like, why do you have chicken? Because he complains about it. I'm like, you're at the Burger Joint. You get burger. You don't get right. chicken. He's like, I knew I should have um, got a burger. <laughs> yeah, he even says that. But it is kind of a little bit of foreshadowing um, for the chicken. But anyway, the guy, the one guy, uh, is like, "This place is just begging to be robbed," which I don't know what that means. But this guy was really, the uh, white dude with the mustache was really angry about just everything. Yeah, um, yeah, he was just he was pissed, bitter. Yeah, exactly. So he um, he uh, so what happens? That's pretty much about it, right? They just say we'll come back on Saturday. Yeah, we'll come back and knock this place off. Yeah, so we, we I guess we do know some days. That's the only day we've heard is Saturday. Yeah. Um, and then we hear a story. Oh yeah, because he T.J. Hooker goes back home and his kid finds out. They find out his kid broke his finger riding his bike. Oh yeah. And his wife is all mad because he wasn't there, but you know he was at work. We, you know, what do you want him to do? And then, uh, <laughs> but she's like. He's like, well, didn't they give him a shot for the pain? He's like, no. He said my dad wouldn't take it, so I didn't take it. Right. I'm like, wow. Damn, that TJ Hooker's tough. But Yeah. And then he even says, what do you want from me? She's like, blood. He's like, well, I'm fresh out. Try the Red Cross. And then she's like, I'm sorry. I don't mean you. I'm like, I don't. That was, whole, it, I don't know. It was a weird thing. Yeah. But it turns out he lost a partner. And this is where we find Oh, yeah. This is where we find out he was in Vietnam. He's all mad about the people he lost in Nam because this, these recruits remind him of that. I'm like, oh, okay, more Nam, and then yeah, um, yeah. But then she's like, after all that happens, she's like, do you want to spend the night? <laughs> I'm like, wait, what about the Harvey dude? Yeah, she's hot and cold. I don't know her deal. So, but yeah. So is this when they have so the picnic next? 
No, before that. This is when McNeil and the two cops pull over by the liquor store. Oh, yeah, McNeil, yeah, yeah. The, the, the sergeant guy, the vet, has to go to the bathroom. Right, right. <laughs> and this happens to be right next to the, the liquor store the guys are going to rob. Yeah, exactly. Tells him to wait in the car. And this is where country, you know, with his southern charm, decides he wants to help some dude out that looks like he's got car problems. Yeah, country manners. Yeah. Trying to be a nice guy, Turn- helpful. Right. Did he know that he was a part? His partner was inside robbing the liquor store. No, he no. just looked like he was trying to fix his car. So the guy basically he's like, "Hey, do you need any help there?" And the guy just stands up and fucking shoots up. Right. I'm like. He, he, he could have just held the gun on him and say, "Stay where you are and jump in the car and take off." You, didn't, you know, <laughs> yeah, right? Um, so then, then like the you know the other cop comes out of the bathroom or whatever, and the other guy jumps out of the car, and there's chaos. Someone else gets shot. One of the cops and McNeil gets shot, hit in the yeah. shoulder. I thought he got hit in the chest, but he got hit in the shoulder. Yeah, and then the other guy. When he comes out of the bathroom, he just starts firing randomly out in the street. Yeah. Luckily, he didn't hit anybody. Right. But um, they, got aw- they got away. Yeah. They got away. And then we end up uh, at the hospital, right? What? End up what? We, this is where we end up at the hospital then. Um. What? And what happened? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, so, yeah, the, the other recruits kind of show up and they want to see how everyone's doing. Right, and you know, one of them's like, "Well, what happened? How does this?" And uh, I got a little clip of this because uh, Hooker gets a little pissed. What happened? If there was a liquor store robbery, why didn't they call for assistance? Ryan said it happened too fast. He went to help what he thought was a motorist in distress. He left the car, he disobeyed Ryan's instructions. They'll get a cop's funeral because he made a mistake—a dumb, stupid mistake. Yeah, well, some of us aren't as smart as you, Sarge. That's right, English. Not all of you are. If you were, I wouldn't have to work my tail off to drum elementary procedure into your six skulls. I wouldn't have to spell it out by the numbers that that badge is a target. <laughs> I like, though, how he starts. He's like, yeah, you know, he tried to help some guy out. And then it just yeah, it goes off the rails. But then, goddammit, he's stupid as hell. <laughs> yeah, he gets all worked up. But he, also when they're like, hey, how's our, you know, how's what happened? The first thing he said is like, Oh, it's, you know, so and so got hit in the shoulder. Country's dead, <laughs> or like country didn't make yeah. it. Like very casual, like. Yeah. I was like, wow, way to deliver the bad news. Right. But yeah. More then, anger. This guy's yeah got some frustrations. Right. And again, understandable. Yeah, you do. I would feel guilty about that too. Right. They're your, they're your recruits, right? Even though he wasn't there. Um, but uh, then we. Uh, Everyone's like leaving the hospital as TJ Hooker is leaving, getting into his giant station wagon. Um, he happens to see Lacey and the DA leaving together. And I'm like, huh? And she, they totally lock eyes, so they totally see each other and they know each yeah. other, sees each other. And that kind of comes up later too, right? Um, and then we're now in a now a different day, I guess. Where TJ Hooker is in the car. This time he's in the car with another blind guy. I don't know who this guy is either. Oh, yeah. It's not Canfield. It's not country because he's dead. It's another guy. Yeah. And this guy seems to be a little afraid of being a cop, though. And they get a call. I, I just thought this was interesting. So they get a call that there's a robber. And they come screeching around the corner. And they see some guy running out of a building. So they chase him down. Goes into an alley. Um, TJ Hooker, get they get out of the car. He's like, you go around the other side. I'm going to go this way. And then as he's coming around the corner, he sees TJ Hooker get knocked over by the dumpster. Like, the guy pushes the dumpster on him. Like, that's pretty strong, first of all. <laughs> and his gun goes flying. And the guy comes out around the corner. The other guy, the other cop, he's like, freeze or whatever. And he's like, Hooker's like, shoot him. And then the bad guy, like, points at Hooker, and Hooker says, shoot him again. And then he turns around and points at the other cop, and he says, you know, like, shoot him. And he's like, just, he basically freezes is what happens. Yeah. So then the guy turns and shoots <laughs> TJ Hooker, 
and freaking takes off. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Right. And then finally he kind of like snaps out of it and he goes running over to Hooker and Hooker gets up. He's like, hold on, stop. I'm like, Jerry, come on back. (laughs) Yeah. It was like, it was a setup. They set this guy up. I'm like, holy shit. So basically just to prove that this guy didn't have what it takes in the. To be a cop. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I guess I understand. I mean, it just seemed pretty, pretty intense scenario to put him through. Yeah, he's like, you know, they I, always, I'm sure they always do like scenario stuff, but they never do it like you don't know it's yeah, a scenario. Right. Right. And it's like, we put blanks in your gun just to be sure, you know. But Yeah. Just in case you actually grew some balls and shot, we, <laughs> yeah. we put, some, put some blanks in their gun. But yeah, the whole thing is, and then so, he like lectures the kid. And he's like, you you know, there's, there's other things in life, you know, being a cop isn't for you. I'm like, wow, that was a pretty harsh lesson, you know? I mean, yeah, right. I get it. You yeah. don't want that kind of guy watching your back, but. Right, and that's kind of what his point was. Like, why don't yeah. you quit before we have to basically tell you you can't make it, you know? Right. Which I guess makes sense. Yeah. So then we, uh, what, come to see Romano and Kelly. Kelly was her name. We were pretty close. Um, out walking, having a little late night stroll together. He's got right. his nice night uh evening uh members only jacket on he's got a couple of those he was pretty stylish depends on what time of day it is really yeah and basically he wants to be a cop because he found out he can't after he came back from vietnam he can't be anything else but a soldier right so i guess it's one way to do it right yeah and i'm sure there are a lot of people that did it that way yeah you're probably right um but she has, and then they have to leave. He's, she's like, I have to leave. I have to call my brother. He's a cop too. Blah blah blah. And then, I don't know. He wants to take her to dinner. She says no. And she's walking away, and he's like, you know, lunch, brunch, coffee. <laughs> he's like, he right. Keeps like bringing it, bringing it down, bringing it down, bringing it down. He's then, you know, he starts bagging. Finally, she's like, okay, dinner. I'm like, well, okay. Anyway, and what's uh. I don't even know. Oh, now, where do we, we go to the pic- to? the picnic? I'm dying to get to the picnic. <laughs> no, I don't think we're at the picnic yet. Yeah, I know, because now Hooker is with Canfield, and you know Hooker's like, "Don't worry, you'll cut it." He's like, "Good," and you know, can you tell my wife because she's worried about me? He's like, "Oh yeah, are you yeah. sure?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not too sure she is. So, but. <laughs> Maybe she is, but I don't know about that yeah. one. And then they immediately get a call for like some sort of uh, uh, family dispute thing. So oh, yeah, they drive up. That. Yeah, they drive up and some lady's outside. She's like, I'm pretty sure he's beating his wife in there, you know, whatever. So they go and check it in. And it is the guy. It's the it's guy the, that's been blowing everybody away. Yeah. He's got the mustache. And he's got his yeah, he's got his gun behind his back, and you know he's ready to. to see his he's wife. like ready to shoot them right there. Right, exactly. And uh, you know he's like, I want to warn you know you warn. And finally, they show him. You know, she pops in. She's like, No, everything's fine because she knows that he's gonna blow him away if they don't. She doesn't do that. Right. And um, so they go away. There's nothing they can do. Um. When uh, oh, and I did want to say one thing because I, I remember that when he had the gun behind his back. When uh, Hooker was at his house watching the kids drinking and eating cold chicken, you notice he was like walking around the house with his gun like in his waistband. Oh, that's great! I'm like that's not proper way to take care of your gun. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. you're a cop, I think you would know <laughs> that's can't, an easy way to shoot your dick off. You really can't. Yeah, you can't mix <laughs> alcohol, firearms, and children. You know, not a good thing. No. Chicken, um, not so dangerous, but right. Well, it makes you greasy. You might slip on that. Might go to pick up the gun to actually shoot a criminal, and it slips out of your hand. That could be. Drop it. It accidentally goes off. <laughs> that sounds like something that would happen to Frank Drebin of Police Squad. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be too. Yeah. It'd be too slippery. Uh. Anyway. So what? So no. Now we're at the picnic. Yes. Yay! The picnic. What did you want to talk about with the I don't know. I was just like, really? These guys, I was like, they just decided to have like, hey, 
let's go have a police academy picnic. Like, yeah. so all the families got together and you know, right. Shat- Shatner's sitting there and giving Playing his, football. like, fatherly speeches and, you know. Yeah, and he gets to find out that his kid has moves from the former poli- uh, former uh, football player. He's yeah. got moves. He said he's got moves. <laughs> yeah. It's my boy. And then we get to see Shatner throw one uh, bomb. Right. Adrian Zemed goes up for it, and I think uh, Canfield, the football player, snags it out of the air, and Zemed goes flying. <laughs> yeah. I keep yeah. saying Zemed, but I know his name's Romano. It's hard not to say it. Yeah. Um, and then we do get the little bit where um, – Oh, the guys talk Vietnam a little bit. Right. Because they all find out that he was in Vietnam, so they do a little bit of that. And in the meantime, we see the two hoodlums. They uh, are leaving the one house. I shouldn't say hoodlum. That kind of means they could. Two bad guys leaving the house to go out for to rob that chicken store. But they decided. I didn't realize they meant Saturday, like, during lunch. <laughs> they were going to go <laughs> yeah, do right. it. Not uh, Saturday when it's dark. But yeah. Right. So they just, or, they're just going to go out there the day yeah. and try to rob the place. I'm like, right. that's pretty bold. Right. Um, Meanwhile, they they run out of chicken at the picnic, too. Right. But before that, we get a little bit of uh, TJ Hooker talking to Lacey. She's like, you know, I know you don't like me. Can you tell me why? And she's like, I think I know why. I'm like, well, why don't you just leave with that? Um, But I do have a little bit because I, <laughs> I did like her explanation of why she hooked up this guy. It seemed totally legit. Well, here, let me put a little bit of this. You saw me leaving the hospital parking lot with Eric Saxon, didn't you? I don't want to run your life, Mrs. Canfield. What you do is your own concern. But if I were you and my husband carried a gun, I'd be a bit more discreet. Sergeant, it really isn't what you think about Saxon and me. Jess and I... We were separated for seven months when he was working the Alaskan pipeline. I was alone. I wasn't really sure if he was coming back. So I wasn't sure. Did she mean separated as in separated, like their marriage was separated, or that just that he was working on the pipeline for seven months? <laughs> they were physically separated because <laughs> yeah, he right, was in exactly. one place and she was in another. Yeah, I don't know. It right. was very ambiguous i don't know <laughs> but i did i didn't catch i didn't really pick up on it until just now to the way tj hooker's like you know if i were you and my husband carried a gun around i probably <laughs> yeah. would be more discreet i'm like wait a minute he's he saying he's gonna blow this guy away <laughs> yeah i'd be like as a cop we turn our heads <laughs> when fellow cops shoot their lovers yeah except when it is the da it's kind of hard to get away with <laughs> So yeah, anyway, yeah. yes. So now the party runs out of chicken because the kids ate it all. So what do a whole picnic full of manly men police cops do? They send two women to go get it. <laughs> right. Go across the street and get us some chicken. Go across the street, street in the crime-ridden neighborhood that we talk about how much <laughs> crime there is all the time. We know there's a couple of snipers chicken. on the loose. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Over there. yeah, we got the one sniper, but all the other <laughs> stuff's still going on. Um, so they basically, at that same point, the car rolls up that's going to rob the place or whatever. So they get there at the same time, and we cut inside. Oh, and this is when we see the one. I don't know whose wife it was supposed to be or girlfriend, but this is the one where I, I think I posted on Twitter um, where I'm like, who is this person because she looks familiar and uh, that was uh, Mark Harmon's sister, Kelly Harmon, who did the Tic Tac commercials. Ah, yeah, right. So that, wow, that's pretty good tracking that down. Yeah, well, it was it was driving. Well, I went on IMDb and I found the the name. Yeah, and then I'm like, oh yeah. As soon as they said Tic Tac commercial, I'm like, yeah, that's where yeah. I've seen her from before. Uh, so anyway, so uh, so they go in there. Someone's already shot. They're trying to help him. Then the the criminals were like, maybe we should take you with us. And I'm like, okay, that was really getting <laughs> d- going down a dark spot. Yeah. And they uh, end up leaving. Um, while they're there, though, Hooker does talk about how he got to deliver a baby in a car. And that's what made him really want to stay be a cop. <laughs> it was like his emotional moment on the show. Yeah. But then somehow they hear the gunshots from the chicken store three blocks away at the park. 
Yeah. So they know it's it's a chicken store. <laughs> and they and, and they like, all run to their cars and yeah, where they have their guns all full of full of weaponry. Right. <laughs> And they go charging over there. And uh, we don't get to see much, right? We just basically, we see, I don't know. I think one of the guys shot one of the bad guys, right? As he yeah, was running One guy out, comes right out, he gets shot. Yeah, he gets yeah. shot, probably killed. Who knows? Right. And the other guy is already in the car, and he goes driving at Hooker, and he shoots at the windshield and dives out of the way. The car goes flying and on Flips. its side. And then I'm not sure if he's dead or not. Yeah, because they show I'm, like Shatner kind of like staring at him through the windshield, and he's not moving. <laughs> so yeah. I'm not sure if he's dead or not. I'm going to say I'm going to my guess would be he's dead. Um, yeah, I'd say he got shot, but um, and then then one of the recruits comes to him and he's like, "Man, you know, you talk to your wife. She tells us you're crazy ass. You know, you're you're <laughs> nuts and we, for doing stuff like this." And then and then I don't know. I, do you know what Shatner said then? I don't remember, but they both like. Smile like, I always thought sanity was overrated. Yeah. <laughs> so they give each other a smile and Yeah. You know, TJ. And Hooker I thought that would be the end of it. That would be a good way to end it. But now we gotta have TJ Hooker going over a final you know, talking about their final phase. They're still on probation. But uh I'm a, you'll get to know each other well, get to know you and your partner will get to know each other better than your wife or girlfriend. And uh as they pan across and show some women, I'm like, what about their husband? You know? <laughs> and then he tells them to hit the streets and they all take off with their partners. But Romano's just standing there. He's like, what's going on? He's like, he's like, well, I didn't want to say anything when all the guys were here. He's like, but how come I didn't get a partner? He's like, I did better than everybody else in every test and everything. He's like, hey, you're lucky. You got me. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't, then, I wasn't, I don't know. I wasn't expecting it, but I, I yeah. should have since I, you know, that's the whole series. <laughs> right. And then they all jump in their cars, turn on their sirens, and take off. And that was the end of it. Going yeah. by the Police Academy sign, which I still think is from the Police Academy movie. Yeah, I'm with you. And but then, I do uh, wonder. That leads us does, into the series. Does, does, I mean, I don't know. Does Shatner lighten up? Over time, or is he always? Uh... I don't know. That's the thing. That's I don't think so. I think he's pretty intense. A lot of it because I've seen some parts of episodes on TV. It is on TV currently, like on by us. It's on FETV. I don't know if that's like a nationwide cable channel. So check your local listings. Um, but that he is like diving over cars and everything else. So I don't think he lightens up in all respects, but he probably does a little bit. So. Maybe. I don't know. So anyway, so that's, yeah, that's the end of that. What did you think of it? Did you like it or what? I did like the show. It um, it was good. It was, I found it interesting. Um, not, you know, like I said, I never watched it, so I don't really remember uh, the details of it, but it was, I like this angry Shatner. And uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll angry look, Shatner. to this. I like the angry Shatner. I think everyone. Likes yeah, angry overall, Shatner. I'd watch it again. Yeah, yeah, we'll check out more. I'm sure. No, I mean it was definitely was interesting. Um, a little, I don't know. I don't want to say campy. Campy is not the right word. I think they're trying a little too hard in some spots, but it isn't. Aaron Spelling is involved, so that's going to make it kind of. You know, if he's got any kind of input on it, it's going to make it like that. So, but I'm sure yeah. it kind of smooths out over time too, because this is the pilot basically pilot movie so right um, right but you know what sure what i did change because we don't even have there's like another there's like a chief and all that kind of so we don't even have any of that yet so. oh yeah we don't have any of that established but i do like the angry shatner but using like normal language so like the language wasn't real harsh but it was you know it's like that where i don't know where you could I'm like well i don't deal with airheads and marshmallows <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> it's not, he can't, I mean, it's, he can't swear, but he's got to right. Yeah. It's like tough talk <laughs> with these like safe words, you know. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, no, I would say uh, check it out. Um, 
and like Mike said, <laughs> listen for Angry Shatner because yeah. Angry Shatner is fun because he's not really angry in anything else I could think of ever. I mean, he gets pissed in Star Trek sometimes, but not like consistently. See, consistently like this. Um, what else was he in? Boston Legal was that other show he did a lot of, and he was. I don't think really angry in that. That was one of my mom's favorite shows, by the way. Was Boston I, yeah, Legal? I, I never watched that one. <laughs> Yeah, I I would watch it sometimes with her, but uh, anyway. All right, so yeah, so check it out, uh, TJ Hoka, and we'll probably come back to it eventually. But uh, yeah. in the meantime, we got a little promo here to play. We can play another Big Heads Media promo for Three Beers In, so take a listen. Hi, everyone. This is Clint. This is Ross. This is Joel. This is Cutter. This is Tony. From Three Beers In. A proud member of Big Heads Media Network. Each episode we review local Austin craft beer and talk about... Club and Bananas. References I don't get. And Academy Award winner Matthew McConaughey. So tune in. Crack open a beer. And hang out with us. Find us on BigHeadsMedia.com. iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify. Or on 3BeersInPodcast.com. This is the podcast. Any any podcast with beer? Yeah, I said uh, have some beers one. and check that one out. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I would do. All right, um, we did not plan our next episode yet. We didn't even think no. about it, did we? No. Oh, and we by the way, uh, today is uh, William Cat's birthday. I mentioned on Twitter, so check Gah. out all our Greatest American Hero episodes. Wait, William Cat wasn't 69. he a guest? On, wasn't he a guest? Oh no, he hasn't come on the show. <laughs> Mike tried to get him, but his response was. How many subscribers do you have? And that's how we heard from him. <laughs> and, and, and I'll get back to you. But hey, you know, maybe maybe you guys uh, jump over to the uh, Greatest American Hero fan page and you know shoot over an instant message and let them know that uh, yeah, you'd love say to hear hey, him. right. You'd love to yeah. hear him. And I used to watch this, your favorite podcast. Right. Exactly. So yeah, I think we have like four or five episodes of that, right? At this point, something like that. Yeah. So we could. And do, I put on there great. one of the weirdest ones is the. Beast in the Black or whatever. That was a that was, that was a, that creepy. That was a weird one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, but yeah. Um, turn, turn some screws, guys. Put some pressure on William Cat. To get him. Get him on the show here. Yeah. Exactly. He he he's, right. he's, he's teetering on the edge. We just need. Yeah, to I'm sure he is. I'm sure he is still thinking about that email you sent him. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we'll work on William Shatner. I'm sure he's got no one bothering him at That's all. That's right. I, I think I've seen, his... I've seen him on Twitter say he doesn't do podcasts. So I jotted his name down. We'll get to him. Yeah, I'm sure. Maybe Adrian Zemed. He's a Chicago guy. Yeah. Maybe he still lives here. I don't even know. Probably not. I don't. But yeah, I'll, I'll look him up. We'll see what we can do. Gotcha. All right. So anything else you got going on you want to talk about or no? Are we good no. to go? No, I think we're good. I think All right. we, need, we need to start going through and figuring out what we're doing next. So, Yeah, we'll let you guys know. Where I used to watch this, I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. I'll talk to you next time. Bye. That's it for this episode of I Used to Watch This. Visit us at IUsedToWatchThis.com, Facebook.com slash IUsedToWatchThis, Twitter at IUsedThe2WatchThis, and Instagram.com slash IUsedToWatchThis. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are available. Thanks for listening.